Welcome to the iLeaps Early Careers podcast, where we explore scientific research related to the biosphere and the atmosphere, and share the personal experiences of our early career scientists as they navigate their way through academia. Our podcast today forms part of a series in which we shine a spotlight on the important scientific projects happening across the continent of Africa. Today we're receiving Amukelani Malulege for our um, podcast session. And he will introduce himself and talk about um, his back, give his background and what inspired him to become a, a scientist. Welcome, Amuleke. No, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, should I go ahead? Yeah, 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 sure. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, well, my, 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 my background is in uh, geography and archaeology, actually. So, I, I, I majored in those uh, for my undergraduate degree. Then I went on to uh, complete my honors. So I then decided to go ahead with uh, geography. So I did my honors in uh, temporal and spatial dynamics of surface ozone. And then I went on to uh, complete my master's in, in geography where I assessed the urban heat island effect and its contribution to air pollution using remote sensing. So then it was during my master's second year where I, I got an, an internship at the Council of Scientific and Industrial Research, the CSIR, where I then got introduced to the eddy covariance measuring technique and, and flux towers. So it was during this uh, one year stay at the CSIR that I got a real feel of a research institution and I, I could say I, I started seeing the possibility of myself being involved in such an environment in the future. So then yeah, that kind of pro- propelled me into preparing for my PhD during the latter parts of, of of my internship, then there, there came an opportunity of, of studying in Germany through the contacts with the CSIR and, and the and the EMS Africa team, which was working quite closely with the CSIR. But unfortunately, that that kind of fell through. But I kind of uh, had to push on and apply for the second round of, of, of funding. And then fortunately, uh, I got awarded by the DAD, so the, 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 the German government, the the Type B scholarship, which would then see me like having an opportunity of being in, in Germany for, for a year during my PhD studies. So, I mean, this should have started this year because we had initially planned that for a period of uh, one year, we would split it in, in two and 10 months, which would see me being in Germany for May and June this year. But uh, we are all aware just how much uh, COVID-19 has, uh, has put a stop to most people's plans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. currently I'm registered for a PhD at Stellenbosch University. And yeah, still with the hope of making it to Germany within this uh, lifetime of my PhD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> <I'm making. laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Uh, where did you go for the, the internship? Where did you say it was? It was at the CSIR. So it's in Pretoria. It's the Council of Scientific okay. and Industrial Research. Ah, that that pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. you you made, you did you develop a very huge network. There. No, 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 no. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, even like the opportunities that are coming up through this PhD, it's it's really from the ties that started back there at the CSIR. So I'm I'm very grateful oh. for 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 really that opportunity of spending a year there. 
So that means you, you already did one year of your PhD research project? So I, I officially registered around uh, July this year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it, okay. it, it's been a couple of months, but I had been working previously on my proposal and just arranging the, 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 the PhD so we can prepare for registration. Oh, what yeah. is your proposal about? What is your project about? In, in uh, What is it? What, what are you aiming? <laughs> uh, so, so my PhD focuses on carbon dioxide, water, and, and turbulent energy exchanges between the Namakaru and Savannah-type vegetation. And, and the atmosphere. So we, we kind of make use of six eddy covariant sites that are in the country. So we have uh, two in the Kruger National Park. I, I think you're probably familiar with the Kruger National Park. So we, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we, we have Skukuza and Malopeni there as our sites. So those are located in the Savannah biome. And then we have these uh, two co-located sites in Middleburg, just uh, in the Eastern Cape, uh, which are representing yeah. the Namakaru uh, biome. Then we have recently installed like uh, a pet site here at the Benfontein Nature Reserve. It's just along the border of Northern Cape and the Free State. So we 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 have this nice uh, study site there where these uh, two vegetation types are are kind of at a meeting point. So we've uh, kind of installed one in the savanna-like vegetation and the other in the Namakaru-like vegetation. So that kind of makes a a, a nice comparison between sites that are located right in the middle of the of their own biomes and then kind of like this transition that's happening here at at at, at Benfontein. so the the, yeah. the project kind of uh, the, the the project sets sets out to improve uh, the the quantitative understanding of carbon water and turbulent energy exchange processes and then we're trying to characterize their temporal responses to variations in Biophysical inputs such as rainfall, temperature, radiation. So we 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 kind of using uh, the eddy covariance flux measurements and mixing this with uh, remote sensing to to kind of uh, reach the aims of the project. So we have designed it in a in a in a three theme format, where the 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 first theme of my PhD uh, is heavily focused on the on the study sites here at Benfontein where we are trying to find a comparison of, of carbon and water exchange uh, under closely matched climatic conditions between the Namakaru and Savannah biomes. So this is uh, the comparison study uh, where we are experimenting with these uh, flux towers here. So these are located about four kilometers apart from each other. And, and, and it's, 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 mm. it's, it's, it's kind of a tree grass versus a shrub grass uh, uh, patches to, to see whether we are going to find any differences in the exchanges of carbon and water between these uh, two uh, uh, patches that are here at the park. And then, yes. secondly, we, 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 we then set out to uh, understand the mechanisms that would influence the, the functioning of these uh, semi-arid ecosystems. So we, in particular, focus on the input of rainfall and how it affects the cycling of carbon and water. So here we, we kind of want to focus really on, 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 on periods or moments where productivity as in uh, GPP, the, 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 the uptake of carbon into these ecosystems uh, exceeds respiration after a series of possible discrete uh, rainfall events. So we are trying to monitor those pulses that uh, kind of kick, kick in these systems and, and get them going. 
So it likes to then determine the thresholds and the lag dynamics and the decay characteristics of both uh, GPP and respiration. So, and, and, and then yes. try to keep track of how the growing season is, 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 is proceeding in these uh, semi-arid ecosystems. So we are also monitoring things like soil moisture and then trying to find those uh, lag dynamics and how that uh, influences uh, the growing season in, in these uh, semi-arid ecosystems. So then thirdly, we then try to estimate GPP using a remotely sensed vegetation indices by using the light use efficiency approach and, and then running a multilinear regression model for, for, for both the savanna and the Namakaru sites. So we have selected quite a variety of indices which include uh, NDVI, EVI, so this will like ultimately help us develop a model to kind of fill in gaps that are possible through the measuring using the eddy covariance uh, measuring technique. So we then try to find a, an, an alternative means of, 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 of trying to gap fill the thesis that we are collecting here out in the field. So, I mean, we, we, we are all currently faced with this uh, battle of climate change at the moment. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's very important for us to, to conduct such a research in, in, in order to understand these ecosystem processes and whether we have any associated feedbacks to the climate or any anthropogenic forces to, 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 to try and shift our minds in, in, in how we then prioritize our resources and, and, and allocate them towards climate change resilience for, for not only South Africa, but even other countries here in Africa. So we, we, we have to continue having such researches to, to further highlight our roles and our responsibilities and then try to adopt best practices of, of how we mitigate or improve our resilience in, in these ecosystems. So this is really uh, the, the kind of aims that we, we, we are trying to, to, to position the study to, to, to increase our understanding of these ecosystems. So yeah, that's, that's like wow. probably my, my PhD. Yeah. It sounds very yeah, uh, really, really interesting. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's it, yeah, it's the stuff that we, yeah, we, yeah, 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 really, uh, really yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Really interesting yeah, topic. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it, it yeah. really is. Definitely, we need such such research mm. to really mm. know how we can mitigate no, no, the current uh, climate changes going in a certain rate that we cannot, we can't even understand. Exactly. So we really definitely need such research Absolutely. Uh, to Absolutely. understand what is going on yeah, yeah, yeah. and how we can mitigate. Mm. Yeah, really interesting mm. topic. <laughs> mm. I'm sure at this time, do you, do you think you, you already uh, faced some challenges uh, at this stage of your research? Well, I mean, the... We could all say that like this uh, lockdown period during COVID-19 kind of uh, put some of our plans in, 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 in some uncertainty. Yeah, but, but yeah. I mean, if, if then I would trace back to maybe my earlier days in, in, in varsity, uh, I, I would always say when one uh, sets out to study a degree, it's always, yeah. it's always a challenge because you're constantly running into some kind of new dimensions of knowledge. And, and, and that at times can be quite overwhelming. So one has to constantly calm themselves down and then try to cut down things into pieces that the mind can consume. So, I mean, yeah, yeah it's always a challenge. And, and I mean, one can then say that, because during my varsity days, I, I used to stay at home. So I would travel like 
between varsity and home. And that would usually mean that I have to wake up quite early in the morning and return very late at home. So uh, that would uh, kind of have one have to uh, adjust themselves and plan their times to, to try and accommodate for those uh, long commutes between uh, facility and home. But otherwise, I mean, uh, I think I'm, I'm yet to uh, approach uh, quite challenging times and uh, one has to just prepare themselves because uh, a PhD journey, well, those who have uh, completed would always say it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's quite a journey. So uh, I, I look forward to more challenges. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you mean you're still looking yeah, for challenges? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 that could, that could. Yeah, of yeah. course, we obviously face challenges mm, during the mm, um, PhD process. Yeah, yeah. You can't escape, you can't nah, run nah, around exactly. it. So, it's just yeah, a matter yeah. of having to <laughs> anticipate them and, and then, yeah, approach them as they come. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. At this moment, do you think you have already some discovering or maybe some, uh, let's say, uh, exciting moment that you went through during your research, mm. your early state of your research? Mm. So, I mean, currently in South Africa, we, we have this exciting program uh, run by the yeah. Expanded Freshwater and Terrestrial Environmental Observation Network. It's, it's short, uh, FTON. So, um, um, they're yeah. actually the ones who are, who, are, who, who are funding my PhD. So we had the opportunity of actually setting up these flux towers. So I think that was quite a milestone for me of, of being involved in the whole process of setting up those towers here at, at, at the Penfontein Nature Reserve. So straight from the, from the site selection to the installation and the uh, installation of the instruments there, it's, 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 it's a process that I've been uh, actively involved in together with my other colleagues. Uh, so that really has been uh, quite of a highlight for, for, for the starting of my PhD project. And then, yeah, I would, I would then say it, it, it's really been quite interesting to share some of my early research findings in a, in a conference that uh, we had, I think about a month ago. The, the AZF conference, which uh, kind of deals with research in this arid part of the country. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's really quite early days, but it's, but it's, but it's good to kind of see uh, 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 this preliminary findings coming to life and, and how to further improve the analysis and yeah, see whether really uh, 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 we are going to reach these aims that uh, we've set out to reach. So yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, yeah. you you really happy. Yeah. Everyone, when you get your first result, you see how <laughs> the PhD is shaping. Exactly, already. so exactly, exactly. <laughs> give some motivation yeah, and yeah, rewarding. could you could you have some some advice? Maybe uh, you would like to to give to maybe the early career scientists. Mm. In Africa, those who want to conduct their research in Africa or study mm. in Africa, do you have some advice to give them? No, I mean, like, uh, I mean, firstly, I think we both can agree that Africa is a, is a beautiful and rich continent. So, I mean, yes. <laughs> that, 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 that just means that we have uh, endless research opportunities. So, uh, yes. my advice to any uh, career researchers would be just to avail themselves to any opportunities that they come across. So, I mean, uh, one yes. can never feel too prepared 
because I mean, it seems we can never be too prepared unless we are actually involved in an activity. So we just have to kind of say yes to anything that comes away and then, yeah, kind of push forward with uh, the opportunities that are available. So we, we, we can try then to uh, maximize on any international collaborations that we have and then very, very so kind of uh, make sure that we, we kind of build ourselves into, in, into those connections because we, we, we really are relying on those international collaborations to, to kind of put our research out in the, in the world. I mean, uh, platforms like iLeaps are kind of giving us uh, an opportunity of, of, of getting our way into communicating our research to the global world. And I think these are opportunities that we really should be maximizing on. So I think, and, and I think essentially that depends on 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 what most researchers would say are, are like the the pillars to a successful research career, and and those depend heavily on hard work and dedication. Uh, I think there's no yes. there's no substitute for for those two. So I mean, once we we, we are dedicated and, and and we work hard, uh, I think that will help us to effectively manage our time and, and kind of run successful research projects. So I think, yeah, that's, 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 yeah, that's yeah. my part. Those are really, mm. great, yeah, those are really <laughs> great advice. Yeah. Uh, ones can take and really um, uh, put in practice exactly. to start maybe research around. Yeah. It's really great advice. Mm. Um, thank you very much, Amuleke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amu um, okay. yeah. I, I think you can say Amu um, for short. Uh, um, Amu, yeah, yeah. That, that's really nice. <laughs> exactly. yeah, thank you very no, much, no, Amu, no, for you. the time you you gave. Mm. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, thank, thank you. you thank you for having me. Take care. So that concludes today's podcast. Thanks for listening. And just to say, if you want to learn more about iLeaps, please go to our website, iLeaps.org, where you'll find a link to our early careers website, where you can follow us on Twitter at iLeaps underscore ECSN or our Facebook page. Thanks.